Hello and welcome to Music and Film Saves the World podcast. My name is Chris Rice and this week Gaz Jones and I are going to be talking about the big 90s battle of the bands, Blur and Oasis. So we recorded a mammoth long podcast where we ranked the Blur and Oasis albums and I've split them into two. So this week you'll be listening to us talking about Blur as the band and ranking all their albums in order of favourites and in a fortnight's time we'll be hearing Oasis. So please settle down and enjoy us talking about Blur. versus Oasis. Um, if you were there in the 90s, 1995 was a this massive year where Blur and Oasis released a single on the same day and they battled it out. And I don't think we'd ever seen, we, there had been and, and there has been since, but there's never been quite a, a publicised chart battle as that. Um, two of the, of the biggest bands of the time in the UK um, battling it out. And, and in some respects, they always released albums around the same time or the same yeah. year. There was always, same, a, yeah. you know, and it, it were two, but in some respects, two very different bands. And especially when I've been revisiting some of these, some of these uh, albums recently. Mm. Oh god, they're not that similar in a band, really. At all, um, at all, completely different. But then again, they all were. Uh, you know, yeah, going yeah, back yeah. through, you go through all of the like the Britpop bands from that time. They were all completely different to each other. No two, you know, yeah. Shed Seven didn't sound like Ocean Colour Scene, who didn't sound like Echo Belly, who didn't sound like Long Pigs, for example. They uh, all sounded yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And and unlike the the Beatles v Stones battle in the sixties, which to be honest wasn't really a battle because they got on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. The Beatles and the Stones, yes, they were different and they did different types of songs, but they were a little, they were more similar than possibly Blur versus Oasis were. Yeah, 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 similar-ish, you know. Um, so I mean, but very some of the similarities were to Blur versus Oasis. Obviously, you had Blur come from the south. You had a northern band in yeah. Oasis, which reflected a little bit what happened with the Beatles and the Stones in the sixties. And it probably was that burst of music that we saw that hadn't been seen since the sixties in the nineties with the Britpop era, but led by these two massive bands. Powerhouse bands, yeah, huge. You know, you go, yeah. you, you try. It's just one of those things that you know, if you were there. You know, it's, it's, try, it's, it's that thing that I do all the time. It's kind of, you know, try and explain to like a kid today how massive that chart battle was and how massive Oasis were in 95, you know, omnipresent. Yeah, they got yeah. so big, you know, you know yeah. um, it, I think it was something I said on the last um, podcast we did was Oasis and Blur got so big that even my mum had Oasis, had an Oasis album. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah, you know they, cro- yeah, they yeah. it was that beyond mainstream. It was omnipresent. Everyone, you know, you went to a pub or you heard on the jukebox it was Oasis and Blur. You know, on the radio it was Oasis and Blur. Um, it, it, when you hear cars, you know, cars would drive past you on the street in the summer with the windows down, they'd be playing Oasis or Blur. It was it was everywhere. Yeah, absolutely everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and also, also the majority of people who were into that type of music like both bands. Yes, you might favour one over the other. And yeah. I'm sure we'll discuss that a little bit as we go yeah. as go as we, yeah, as we go through the albums. But yeah. you do there was you know and sometimes you switched 
Uh, I know I yeah. did, and I'll, I'll explain that later. So, mm. um, but um, sometimes you switched, and where you know, you didn't have to just like one. You know, you didn't have no. to like a way. You could that like was... both. And I think music at that time was so exciting that mm. there was just so much out there to listen to. There was, and I think it was. I mean, a lot of it was down to the media drawing the battle lines. You know, you can oh, either be yeah. Oasis or Blur. You know, and yeah. uh, I was, I was, you know, I, I was soaking it all up like a sponge you know i was like yeah. what, 17 in 95 and there was all this amazing music just flooding my way every week there was a, new, a brilliant new album coming out and i was i was just yeah. like i love it all this is brilliant you know i can never yeah. understand yeah, that, like you know but hey you know it was well, just very that, very yeah, very it, lucky to be the ages we were at the time you know it was wonderful yeah i think we were we were we were quite lucky in that respect mm, really. now so what we're doing today we're going to be ranking the Blur albums and the Oasis albums, both separately. So the eight Blur albums and then the eight Oasis albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, especially the Blur, I think that you, your my list is going to be incredibly different and really interesting. I've yeah, had I to so. do a couple of the Blur albums just to make sure my Blur list has been moving up and down like anything. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 completely. Um, my 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 Oasis, my, Oasis my, my, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's and so that's what how we're doing it, and we'll do it how um, we've done our rankings before, where Gareth will go first, I'll go second, and then when we both get to the album, then we'll discuss it. This will come evident as we go through it. You'll yeah. it makes it easier to understand. Um, and I will just talk about the album. We're not necessarily going to go into the history of the making of the album and all that type of thing, but I think what we'll talk about is what the album means to us, what sort of tracks we like on it, why it's maybe that low or that high um i for one don't think there's a bad album on this list i like them all so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Just, so just, just because uh, just because an album might be my number eight doesn't exactly. mean i don't like it yeah that's what i was gonna say just, just because it's at the bottom that doesn't mean it's a bad album at all because like you say there isn't a well m- maybe one out of all 16 there's probably one album i'm like nah, but yeah, yeah. I've actually got the album. I've actually got the albums here. Well, okay. Some uh, CD, um, so I, I can bring up a look at the track listing, show them mm. up um, if we ever use the video as well. So, um, and we might as well uh, crack on with it. Mm. Um, the first thing, actually, there was one question I was going to ask you first, Gareth. When so we could do Blur first. The reason why we're going to do Blur first is one, they released their, they were the first one to release an album. Um, in 1991 and the last as well 2015 yes. so yes. so we're doing Blur first and also everybody always used to say Blur versus Oasis so Blur's the first one we're doing when did you first become aware of Blur? Wow that's a really good question um, it would, I think it would have been around about when There's No Other Way came out I remember There's No Other Way being on top of the pops yeah. And uh, on the radio, uh, I was at boarding school at the time. I remember we uh, at the boarding house, we um, they'd got Sky TV installed. I remember. Um, I think it was, uh, I don't know, early nineteen ninety or mid nineteen ninety. And I remember like MTV would be on all the time uh, when we got in from uh, got in from school and stuff. And uh, I just remember the video being on there all the time. And I, 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 I just, I, you know, there's just an image from the video that always strikes me. I just remember, I think it's at the end of the, vi- the end of the video, kind of the mum in the house. She gets this massive trifle out of the fridge, 
and then and then the lights go all psychedelic. It's a very bizarre video. <laughs> and that always stuck with me. It's a bizarre video. It's a bizarre video. I I remember seeing them on top of the pops like yeah. you did. Mm-hmm. Like a few other really good bands on that top of the pops that week. Yeah, maybe um, the Charlotte. And they sort of or... came along around the time. Yeah, yeah. They sort of came along around the time of a lot of those well, I think a little bit associated with those baggy type bands. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. James. Yeah, yeah James. Happy it was Monday. Tail, end of, tail end of baggy. They called it, you know, baggy, yeah, the man, you know, the Manchester scene, you know, the, the, the roses, happy Mondays. And they were kind of tagged on at the tail end of that. You know, I don't think they wanted to be associated with those bands, you know. <laughs> but that, again, that was kind of, you know, record company pressure. That this is what's yeah. selling. So, so we're going to put the James Brown funky drummer sample in your song. And, you yeah. know, to be fair, the record company are right because there's no other way was for quite a long time. They're only top 10 hits. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think I, I think for me, um, that early 90s period, I was getting into the Beatles. So for me, mm. ev- the, the sort of the baggy scene, I wasn't overly interested in. Yeah, I'd liked that song and I liked the odd James song, etc. <clears> but <throat> for me, I was getting into the Beatles and all their solo material. And even then, 91, there was a lot to get into so that yeah, was that my was, yeah, sort of yeah. focus <laughs> that yeah, yeah, 91 yeah. 92 that was my mm. sort of focus i think that after that i think the next time i i was familiar with them was um a friend at school had the cassette single of for tomorrow very nice very nice and yeah. that is still one of my favorite blur songs for yeah tomorrow. mine too I mine too, mine too. Um, a Beatles fan, a Beatles fan would love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I remember really liking it. Um, and then obviously after that, it would have been girls and boys, girls, boys yeah, and yeah. art. Um, and I didn't get Parklife straight away. So I think it came out the summer of '94, if I remember. Uh, spring, yeah, spring '94, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't get that till the Christmas. But I had heard it. Uh, people at school, I think I'd borrowed a tape of someone, listened to it and all that type of thing. So I had heard it a few mm. times before I got yeah. it. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's sort of my sort of, I think, introduction to Blur. And sounds mm. yours is very similar. Yeah, respects. no, it was. I mean, you know, it, it was, it was, they were kind of like one of those bands that, you know, I say, you know, I, I remember theirs and I'm otherwise very specifically i remember hearing that i think it was brilliant because it was kind of because um like, like you're saying in the early 90s you were you know kind of getting massively into the beatles uh i don't know if it was because as a result of me being at boarding school and you know be, being with people that were kind of older than me do you know what i mean like six formers and yeah. stuff like that um yeah. I, I i got ex- massively exposed to kind of the stone roses and happy mondays james yeah. And all and Charlton's and I loved it. I was banging to yeah. all of that really yeah. at the time. So, um, but then it was kind of kind of after. I don't really remember, you know, Modern Life is rubbish coming out. Uh, I don't. I, you know, I, I I remember hearing for tomorrow, maybe on the chart show or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until it was Girls and Boys. I remember seeing them do yeah. that on. I think it was on the Word or Jules Holland's, and I was like, wow, this is this is incredible. Yeah. And, then, and then I was fully in. You know, I bought Part Life on CD pretty, not not on the day it came out, but I bought it pretty early on that year. Yeah, 
it's one of those albums because it was their real breakthrough album it's probably yeah. one of those albums unless you were a massive fan already from yeah. their first two mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. one of those albums that you probably wouldn't get straight away because you you weren't so aware of what was no i suppose not but but then but but to be fair i think a lot of people did because it went straight in at number one part oh you're right you're right you know so and i think their previous album modern life is rubbish didn't even get in the top 10 uh no it didn't even get top 20 i don't think it might have done eventually but i think the original release it was like no it's bizarre and that was only a year before it's only just over a year before they released they released they released that what i think was it alex called from blur called it the life trilogy modern life is rubbish yes. part life great escape, great escape yeah. which which does does yeah the, the way they sound is all like a progression but a very you can sort of chart it throughout yeah, is the it's, they came out a year after each other yeah which um is was was rare then very rare yeah now. i know it's crazy it's, 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 yeah. it's been for a while people release albums every year mm-hmm. um yeah. Yeah. I mean, back in the 60s, people used to release two albums a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems well, same, incredible. But... I know, same with, that, same with that one, John, as well. I mean, you know, it's crazy. The, the, you know, the deals these people signed back in the day where you had to release like two or three albums a year. It was crazy. Oh. Yeah. So, um, anyway. So, right, let's... Um... Let's do this. Right. With the... With the... With the chart then, or our, our ranking. So there's eight yep. albums. There We're going to start with your number eight, Gareth. Yeah. Uh, my number eight. Um, coming in at number eight, it will be the Magic Whip. So my number eight mm-hmm. is Leisure. Oh, okay. 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 So, what is your number seven? Uh, my number seven is The Great Escape. My number seven is 13. I can see how this, this is going to go. It's going to be completely different, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We're not going to discuss any yeah. of these albums. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Brilliant. Your number six is... <laughs> uh, uh, okay, here we go. My number six is Leisure. So let's talk about Leisure. There we go. There we go. Leisure. So I think you gave me this Mm. this copy of Leisure. And I think you had two copies of it on vinyl and you gave me one. (laughs) I'm sure that's where I've got it from. I'm the gift that keeps on giving, mate. (laughs) So (laughs) why is so maybe I'll say I'll go first actually. Yeah, their worst album. Um, there's some great songs on it. She's so high. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Bang's pretty good. Um, sing. Sing is I think amazing. Is amazing. And yeah. also, that's probably the song on there that really shows what they will become. Yes, go completely, um, completely. Uh, I think uh, yeah, probably out of all of the songs of this album, that's the one that really is. Ah, uh, here we. There's something mm-hmm. more going to come from this band. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And used brilliantly in Train Spotting as yes, well. Yes, yes, yeah. I think that's the first time I heard that song. Actually, was on the Train Spotting soundtrack. Sing, because I, oh, okay. I, I had um, I had heard 
haven't I, I it was never one I had until you mm. gave it to me basically mm. so I don't know I don't know when that was but uh, I, I would say that was a bit later on uh, came out in 1991 um, mixture of producers on this album I think the reason why this is my least favorite is it's just it, one I think it's probably the most dated sounding it does sound like that early 90s yeah. oh no completely some of those early 90s bands unlike the mid 90s bands do sound a bit dated at times i don't think the stone roses do necessarily but mm. if you listen to a lot of mid 90s Britpop, actually hasn't dated that much you don't no, think not really got no, that not really 26 ago um yeah. but i think and i think it, it feels like a bit of a mishmash of an album you know we mm. want to do this but I don't know whether they had any record company interference, but the record company wanted us to do this. Mm. What we need, they need to sound a bit like what's popular at the time, etc. Um, and I just don't think there's the consistent quality of it going through. I mean, that's not much I can say about the album. I hate the cover as well. I wish the cover was that. <laughs> oh, really? I always quite like the cover. I always quite like the cover. Yeah, but, it was quite. Um, it was quite a striking image. Always like yeah, the cover. I suppose. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, so Ledger's my least favourite. So mm. um, what's your what's your uh, take on Ledger? Um, I mean, it was it was uh, after after buying obviously you know part, part of life was the first blow around my bought, um, and as a result of that, I obviously very quickly bought Mod Life is rubbish and Leisure because I remember. Um, I remember Leisure was um, was quite a cheap. I think it was a mid-price CD. It was right. like it was it was under a tenner. Yeah. So I think that was the first one I bought because I think Modern Life was still about fifteen quid at the time. Yeah, was, yeah crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I bought Leisure first, and um, I think you know the first the first few songs are fantastic. I love the way it comes in with um, with She's So High. I mean, She's So High is fantastic. It's got that nice mixture of kind of baggy shoegaze, but it's got that kind of sort of nice sort of light chiming kind of birds kind of riff, you know, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I think Bang is a wonderful single. I know the guys in Blur, they all hate Bang. They didn't want to yeah. release it as a single, but I, th- I think it's a fantastic single. Very yeah. kind of baggy, but I, I love yeah, that yeah. early 90s sort of indie sound. It's wonderful. And But the, the, the kind of... And then, and then you've got songs like, yeah, Slow Down and... Um, come together full very kind of sort of heavy like my bloody valentine shoegazy kind of riffs there's no other way obviously we've spoken about that but yeah like you said sing sing is the song for me sing is it is one of my absolute favorite blur songs no, this is my no, top five quite, blur songs it's quite, amazing i quite understand that yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's it's that mad thing it's just like this is what it, it gave you it's like this is what this band can do they can do this kind of ethereal kind of music this beautiful kind of chiming i don't really know how to describe the song it's you know it's like a a a constant kind of like that piano riff and the way the drums come in it's it's just wonderful um the melody the melody's more on the vocals than actually the music the music is just like a like a, almost like a pounding isn't it yeah it is yeah even the even the um like the uh, the piano and stuff is almost like a, a rhythm isn't it you know yeah, it's that yeah, dum, dum, yeah. Dum, 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 dum. yeah. It's, it's wonderful yeah. um so the yeah. melody done like harmonies and the and yes. the especially and it's not when much it, lyrics really, no 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 so. at all um but 
Um, but yeah, like you said, the way it's used in Train Spotting, and I think that kind of that Train Spotting kind of gave that song almost like a shop window. You know, because yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. w- wouldn't have. They were like, "Oh my god, that's Blur! Oh my god, that's amazing!" You know. Um, but yeah, I, I always, I always liked it. I mean, yes, it's it's a bit mishmash. Yes, it's a bit all over the place. There's a lot, you know. It just it's that classic case of a young band. They're looking for their sound, and I think there was. I think, you know, if it had been up to Blur, there would have been more stuff like Sing on there. I've heard some of the B-sides yeah. from that period, and they and, and it is up more down that road. A record yeah, company... Yeah. Actually, I think the record company wanted a, a Stone Roses. They wanted that, yeah. you know, and... but We can you know, understand that, because the Stone Roses have gone a bit quiet. But by 91, yeah, the Stone Roses had gone a bit quiet. They were all waiting oh, were for nothing. that second album a little bit. Yeah, yeah they were. Um, so... And James were quite, were just sort of coming through as being pretty popular as well um, yeah, at the true. time. So, so I think, and Jesus Jones, I think they had yeah. one album in Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. EMF, all that kind of stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. That, you so know. you can understand and you can see the producers, it's different producers do it. Stephen Street yeah. does a couple, there's a couple, yeah. it almost sounds, and often with a debut, not as always the case, but mm. often if a debut album was different sort of, produces it often means that they've tried to start an album one way yeah, yeah. they've gone off in a different direction yeah. another way mm-hmm. uh, not always but and yeah. that's what it, it, it feels a little bit but um I, I suppose as well for me i haven't sat down and listened to it as many times as some of the others and i suppose no. for yourself because you got that quite early you mm. probably had more of a Oh yeah, I used to play it to death. I played it to death at the time. I mean, I don't listen. It's, it's probably the it's probably, it's one of the ones that I listen to probably the least now. But whenever I do listen to it, it's probably a nostalgia thing. But you know, there are some really good songs on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't deny that. You know, and yeah. so there's yeah, no that, album. It's, I don't think there's any album. This this is a bad no, album. No, no, no. There, there are no albums where where I can go. I hate this album. You know, there's no yeah. album where I'm no. There's, there's there's none of that on either of these lists. It's quite incredible, really. Because cool. So, that was, so that's your number six and my number eight. Yep. So um the, right, so, my, so it's your number five next. Uh my number, right? yeah, yes, correct. Yeah, my number five is Think Tank. Think Tank. Mm-hmm. And my number six oh no, I haven't done said my number six, have I? So yes, sorry. Get this right. So yes. your number six is leisure. I haven't Correct. said my number six. No, you haven't. Like you have. My number six is. Oh, okay. That worked out all right. <laughs> we can be trying to work out our own, our own yeah. system. <laughs> it's so complicated. I'm sure the system does make sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is a this is another one that's got quite a few different producers working on it actually. Yes. But, um, yes. I this is from 2003. I had to have a listen to this. Mm. Um, in search for this because I haven't heard this for quite I hadn't listened to this for quite a while um, and it's probably along with the Magic Whip and maybe 13 the, the Blur Out and Leisure but they're the sort of the four that are not I'm not quite so familiar with as some of the others mm-hmm. um, I mean I listened to 13 quite a bit when it first came out but um, so Think Tank um, so you've got number five I've got it at number six mm-hmm um, I, th- I think with this album, it, once again, it does. I don't think it's got a load of really outstanding songs on it. That's my little bit. It's a bit experimental. A little. Mm. It's a little bit sort of. It's a bit like Thirteen, but a little bit more toned down. Not mm. quite so experimental. Mm. Um, 
and I, I like ambulance i like out of time but it takes yeah, a long while to get going out of time does um the one i really like actually is uh uh gene by gene yeah gene was, by gene is a good track. Um, which is the sort of i would say the only real sort of poppy song on it um yeah. and there's two songs that are produced by fat boy co-produced with fat boy slim, fat boy slim yes yes which is gene by gene i think the other one's on the way to the club yes me just and that's the album i'll no, it's not. It's Crazy Beat. Of course, yes. It's Crazy Beat to Gene by Gene. I've just seen it yeah. here. It's produced yeah. by Blur, Ben Hillier and Norman Cook. Um, yeah. That's a little bit the album I'd want to hear. Yes, because, well, initially he was gonna, he he started the whole project with them and then he left, yeah. I think. And that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he didn't want to produce it. I, I was reading up a little bit about it mm-hmm. and apparently he just mm-hmm. wanted to dip his... It wasn't anything against Blur, I don't think. I don't yeah. think it was a falling out, but I think no, he didn't no. want to get too involved with it. So there was mm. a couple of songs that he said he'd have a look at, and you could tell there's his influence on them because they're much more got a bit of a dance element to it. They've got a bit mm-hmm. of the beats to it, and they're yeah. a bit more poppy and a little bit yeah. more. And I don't know. I just find this album okay. I just I like it. Um, and the reason why it's and, and I like some of the songs on it, but I, I I don't know. I I think my two favourite songs of it are definitely Out of Time and Gene by Gene. Okay. Um, Ambulance I quite like. Um, and I don't I I don't dislike the album, but I don't love it. I just find it a little bit sort of I find it a little bit boring. I don't, I think that's what I've I think wow, that's okay. what I, I found. I found it a little bit boring and a little bit like uh oh, we've, we're having to do this album, lads. Graham's left. <laughs> <laughs> we've started it now we might as well finish it um mm. type of scenario we don't really want to do blur anymore <laughs> yeah um, there's a, i could see a little bit of gorillas in it as mm. well uh that Massively. type of thing yeah but um yeah that, I, that's sort of my thing of think tank I, I like it as i say i like all blur albums but mm. i don't find it that interesting Mm. um at least even though i've got 13 lower at least with 13 i, I find it, it's it's a bit more interesting it's really tried to do something mm. uh, whereas this i feel gets caught seems to be caught in a few camps mm. <laughs> maybe, yeah, that's different fair, producers, that's maybe, different, maybe graham leaving or maybe it's just the, what they were doing musically at the time but i like it but it's not one that i'm gonna put on a blur album i know what i'll put on think tank it's probably one of the least less always at the bottom of the pile that i'd put mm. on okay. that's, that's fair that's fair you know that's some fair arguments you put forward there i mean I, you know i i do actually like it. i listened to it um fairly recently um and I, the thing that strikes me most about whenever i listen to think tank is that i think it should have been a damon Albarn solo album yeah. Yeah. um you know i i, I love you know the kind of the influences that it brings in from dance from hip-hop dub african there's a lot of world music on there which is really cool yeah, i love that is. i love that and you, you can tell that it's you know it's it's the the, the album that he did after gorillas because you know obviously gorillas got huge in that interim period between 13 and this you know, Gorillaz yeah. were like one of the biggest bands in the world. They were huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I also think a, a lot of it was um, as a result of Graham leaving. I think it was like, right, we're now going to make a Damon Albarn Blur album. 
which I'm fine with. You know, I think Dane's a genius. Yeah. He's an absolute genius. It does um, sound very similar to his his solo album. Actually. Yeah, it was it was the one a few years ago. It was Everyday Robots. Yes, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Very much, a, very much yeah, a continuation yeah. from this album, I think. Um, but I, you know, I remember hearing, I remember hearing Out of Time when that came out, and I loved it. I, I, I still love it. You said it takes a while to get going. I love that intro to that yeah, song. Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. Uh, I love the fact that uh, Damon plays a lot of the. He plays virtually all of the guitar on this album. Yeah. Um, uh, cra- crazy beat. It, you know, it was them trying to write another kind of song too kind of works yeah. i do like excuse me i do like crazy beat a lot and um and yeah i you know the thing i will always you know appreciate with blur you know whether the albums uh like we said there isn't a bad album on this list i love the fact that unlike oasis every blur album is completely different from the last yeah it, you know it is, completely yeah. different you know part life and great escape fairly similar you know, but I think there's still a lot of difference between them. Uh, but you know, yeah. it was it was that constant left turn. You didn't you didn't know what you were going to get with a new Blur album, and that's the thing. The thing I I, didn't, I know I I remember buying them. I, again, I bought this on the day it came out, um, and I listened to it a lot. And it was you know, it, but again, it's, it was kind of one of those ones that's it was a bit kind of forgotten about. And I really discovered it a few years ago, and. I think I know it's just just brimming with with so many ideas, and I think I think the maybe its biggest problem, like you were saying, that there, there are so many ideas in it and so many different styles, and I think that was something that Graham Coxon was really good at kind of harnessing, you know, yeah. that 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 constant kind of um, friction between him and Damon is what yeah. made Blur tick. I think made yeah. that yeah. made the best Blur records. There was that constant friction between them, and it just and it worked, and I yeah. and I think. The fact that there wasn't that on this album kind of made it suffer a little bit. Yeah. But no, no, that's yeah, yeah. I, I'd say, and I think, you know, four years had passed between thirteen and this one, which had been the yes. longest gap between Blur albums at that point. And as you say, the Gorillas had happened. Graham Cox had, I think, had started releasing solo albums himself. He has, he has, yeah, um, in he has, that period. Yeah. Um. So, and yeah, and I, and I, that's why I think sometimes it feels like. Almost like they're contractually obliged to do another Blur album. Yes, I think you're right. I think <laughs> I, I just generally think, Not, yeah, you know, I think I think the fact that you know, if Damon could have put this out as a solo album, I think he probably would have done. But yeah, I think there, it, it yeah. probably was a case that they were com- contractually obliged to yeah. uh, EMI to, for one more yeah. Blur album. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, so yeah. Banksy did did the artwork for this. He, I he looked did. He did. So yeah. whoever's yeah. got the original artwork of this. Um, yeah. Whether it's Maxie himself <laughs> or the original Blur, uh, one of the one of the members of Blur has got. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure they do all right, but they've got a small fortune on their hands. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, so your <laughs> so your number f- that was your number five, wasn't it? Think Tank. Uh, yes, correct. So what's so your number five? My my number five is one that you've already mentioned. Okay. So my number five is the Magic Whip. Okay. Now we've got. I think we've got a very different contrasted this because I, I I said obviously because it only came out in 2015 yeah. I haven't I don't have time to sit there listening to loads of albums these days and no, I've got no. a load of albums yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so this is definitely the one that I've listened to the least mm-hmm. 
I can remember listening to it a fair few times when I first got it because I was quite yeah. excited about a new Blur album, if I remember it. I was like, yeah, wow, yeah, it, was. it yeah. came a little bit out of blue as well. It's yes, like, it did. Um, yeah. I know they had obviously got back together and done the, the usual gigs, you know, yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reunion gigs, which is of which has become very popular over the last uh, 10, 12, 15 years. It's a big, it's, it's um, yeah. and then suddenly this came up, and I think they 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 recorded it because they were stuck in Hong Kong, I think. Or they were, yeah, like they were they were out in Hong Kong doing. They were going out to Hong Kong, I think, or to China to do a festival. The festival right. got cancelled, so they were stuck in in Hong Kong with nothing to do. So they were like, okay, let's do an album. That's yeah. <laughs> crazy. <Fair> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, so I, had, I, this was one I had to listen to again recent, mm. um, over mm. the last week or two, yeah, and I, I really enjoy it. I think it, what is good about it, it's almost like a blurs. This is this is blur throughout the years. Every this, all songs from different eras of blur are yeah. in this. Ocean Street is the most blur sounding blur song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. like it's like an offcut from from Modern Life is Rubbish or The Great mm. Escape or something like that. You might as well call it Blursome Street. <laughs> it's so blurry. Mm. But. I, there's some songs on here I really enjoy, um, and there's a couple of songs that are quite a little bit like sort of a bit atmospheric, a bit taking mm. a little bit of thing from seeing a little bit. Thought I was a spaceman. Mm. I really like, and there are too many of us. I like, I really like those songs. Mm. Um, they're not um, very typically. Sp- blur songs as i said a little bit this album actually is quite an atmospheric album it sort of mm. starts with a few very blurry songs mm. um but mm. then as it goes on it's more it, i find it's more of an atmospheric quite a slow album okay yeah it's yeah. got a load of rock no um no. and the other one i like is pyongyang yes as well. yeah yeah yeah, pyongyang, yeah. I, mm. I actually think pyongyang might be the best song on the album actually mm-hmm. um Whereas these days, I don't really know which ones are released as singles because um, it's because they released like a double A side, didn't they, a few years before this? Like yeah, under no, the West Way. Uh, yeah, under the West Way. Um, I remember Lo- Lonesome Street was a single. Um, Go out. Yeah, I think it was just those two with yeah. singles. But yeah, then, Go but, out is another blurry song, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Yes, yeah. Yeah, I think it was so just those your, two. Yeah, yeah, So what's your... Because you had the Magic Whip at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did, and actually quite, by, by quite a long way. Um, yeah. My... Well, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I mean, I remember I remember uh, Under the Westway coming out uh, like a couple of years before this. It was about 2013, 2012, something like that. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Um... I think a lot, a lot of it stems from, you know, like you touched upon earlier, we're living in that era now of when, like, every old band reforms. Every, they all reform eventually, you know. Um, I know a lot of it is to do with the fact that the way, the way music is bought these days and consumed, there is no, you know, people like established artists, for example, be that Blur, be that, I don't know, Sting, or any, you know, any of these old older bands, right? None of them make any money out of their catalogue anymore. 
And I think, that, and then, and then there was that period of like the way that they can make money is to reform these bands, which I'm totally fine with because a lot of these yeah. bands, um, it, it gave, I don't know, next generation a chance to see them live, you know, yeah, uh, or it gave, and, and then, and they're not that old either. No, no, you of know, course, of course, like, yeah, of course. Like, it's not like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, completely. Useful enough to, to see them to yeah, see yeah. relevant. No, completely, completely. And you know, um, nine times out of ten, these reunions obviously pay off massively. Um, yeah. You know, literally and, figurat- and figuratively. Um, you know, a lot of money is made out of reunion tours these days. But I don't know why a lot of these bands, after they they've done the whole reunion thing, and then they go, okay, right, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, they do that whole thing of like, oh, we're going to make a new album. As if, like, you know, the magic stool there and all this. Uh, you know, I, I have no issue with bands reforming. I have no problem with that. I'm The older I'm getting, the more nostalgic I'm getting in terms of my music taste, what I'm listening to, um, all this kind of stuff. You know, what, even what films I watch, things like that. Well, I think as you get older as, and you don't think you're going to do it when you get older, I've certainly found this, especially, I reckon, since I've turned 40, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm yes, yeah. more yeah. happier listening to older stuff. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I yeah. don't feel the need. You always yeah. feel that I've got to keep up with what's going on. I don't feel that need anymore. It doesn't mean no. I buy a new, uh, you know, listen to a new album. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't feel the need to have to keep up with the charts. No. Anymore. Yes, no. I, I'll have a glance at them. Yeah. But I don't. I'm quite happy to go. You know what? I'm going to play some of these old albums because uh, I enjoy them. I think. Yeah. yeah no oh, completely completely um and it's i don't know i kind of have, I, I i do have a massive issue when you know these bands they they go about recording a new album now i know with blur it was slightly different um i don't think that they ever really had an intention of recording a new album yeah it was just the way the situation was as we said earlier when they found themselves stuck in hong kong for a few days they yeah. went into a studio and like they didn't record the whole album I know it was like laying down some basic tracks, some yeah, ideas, yeah. jamming yeah. and things like that. And then I know the rest of it was done in secret because no one, no one knew about this. You yeah. know, it was amazing yeah. how they kept this a secret and it was all done in secret, like bit by bit uh, over the next year or so. Um, I think, I think, I think probably what it was, it was the fact that I, I, in, in 2015, when this came out, I had zero interest in a new Blur album. Just like I, I would have, for example, zero interest in a new pulp album. Like I would have zero, you know, and I'm not, you know, you know, in, in regards to what we're going to talk about in a bit, I have zero interest in a new Oasis album. I, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I would not want that in a million years. You know, yeah. I'm more, Blur are one of those bands. It's, you know, they are a pure nostalgia band to, to me because of the age I was when. Yeah. Blur and Oasis were massive in the midnight. I was yeah. the perfect. We were both the perfect age for it. We just started going to, you know, going out, yeah. doing the whole yeah. social thing, you know, drinking and all, you know, all this kind of stuff, yeah. you know, that you yeah. do when you're a teenager. And that, and it was all encompassing. That music was at the time. It's not so much, you know, these days that that whole era of music is such a nostalgic thing for me. And it was the fact that I don't know Damon Albarn. He, only the year before this, he'd released his solo album, which yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed. Yeah. I really liked yeah. Everyday Robots. It was cool. It was a bit different, a bit weird. I, you know, yeah. but I, I enjoyed it. You know, yeah. I'm not going to obsess over it, but it was cool. 
you know, that he was still kind of making music on his own terms, you know, and all this. And he was obviously still doing Gorillaz. And then at, kind of out of nowhere, yeah. there's this, oh, there's a new Blur album. And it, I don't know, it, it maybe you could correct me here, but it seemed like it, it came out, it got to number one, but it kind of came and went. And it was like, oh, and that was it. I think you that know. happens a lot with older al- older artists' albums these yeah, days. I yeah, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you look, you look at many artists. I mean, one that springs to mind straight away is, and obviously he's older, was is Paul McCartney's latest album, which was his yeah, first true. number one album since 1989. Yeah, since Flowers in the Dirt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the next week, it's at number 27. But it's, I, I think a lot of that is to do with the way that people buy music now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you 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 won't get every now and again. Obviously, like Adele's a perfect example. You'll get an album that stays in the charts for five years, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't get albums like that. Like when we, when we were buying albums, like around this sort of time, like yeah. part, part part life stayed on the charts for like whatever two three years. Morning yeah. Glory was in the top forty for ten years. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you won't yeah. get that sort of thing. That that just doesn't happen anymore. Uh, I think doesn't. I think, it, and also older artists, most people will go out and buy the album on the first. So you get those fans. Yeah, you get those fans. They'll yeah. still want it physically. Often, even if you stream, if you've got all the Blur albums on CD and you still have them, mm. even if you stream current music, you might make an exception and go. Actually, I'll go and buy the Blur album because I've mm-hmm. got all the others. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. I think it could have been a disaster. It isn't. I mean, I don't. Did Blur ever officially break up? <laughs> no, no, they didn't. no, no, they never did. They never um, did. I mean, have you I, seen? I, have you have you seen the documentary? No distance left to run. That that came out when they reformed in 2012. I think I might have done. Yeah, I it's, think I it's it's one. It's absolutely wonderful. Wonderful documentary about. Uh, about friendship you know yeah, a, a friendship between graham and, and damon and it's so sweet seeing them kind of rekindle that friendship again it's wonderful yeah. it's a wonderful I, think, um, I wanted to go and see blur live but i went to an, the, the gigs clashed with another gig i went to right i can't remember who i also went to see but there was there was two gigs on the same and I, I didn't go and see blur and i can't remember who it was i went to see but one it was one of their reef when they reformed i think mm. it was around 12 yeah 2012 um, yeah but but i mean I, i'm a little bit of you like you i don't always like i'm for example the perfect example is the beatles it's mm-hmm. in some respects it's great the beatles never got back together yeah because well, it would never it have been, i mean obviously they yes they did free as a bird and real love they don't really count to be honest no 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 I, know, I, think... I mean obviously after john lennon died they never were going to reform they yeah. may have done if yeah. things had gone differently yeah. Yeah. um but i'm yeah. quite glad they've never felt the need to reform no um, and I, you've and, got and that the, i mean you know the beatles of all people it would be like everyone would be so hypercritical of it could it ever uh look look at look how critical people were with free as a bird yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like all of a sudden everyone was it was it was it all of a sudden became cool to be a beetle basher. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was yeah. like and it was like hang on a minute, come on, yeah. chill out, mate. You know, oh, and it, it like yeah. every, everyone will be so hypercritical of it. Could it ever live up to that? What people wanted it to be. That's my always my problem. Like when a band, if a band reforms and they can still play live, 
fantastic that's all yeah. i need that's all i need i've you know it's uh, uh, that's kind of yeah the perfect reason why i have mad kind of issues with reunion albums because is it going to live up to their back catalogue and for yeah. me magic whip doesn't there are some good yeah. there are some good songs like you said Lo- lonesome street is fantastic my favorite song on the album is track two new world towers like, it's yeah. wonderful oh, that's that a is a good song. one yeah yeah, yeah it's very bowie it's very bowie yeah. i know Go, go out. Like good. A little bit yeah. of the theme, the little bit of the stuff of New World Towers does remind me a little bit of Gorillas as well. Sort of yes, the back, yeah, 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 some yeah. of the yeah. the way that the vocals are and some of the actual music sounds a bit Gorillas. Um, yeah, I, I agree with the. Re- I mean, obviously there are bands that have come back and done a new a, a new album, Eagles, for example. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Came out yeah. The blue. Not a bad yeah. album. Not no, a bad album. It is pretty good album. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's some bands that have reformed because they've had unfinished business. And the one that True. I've got on the top of my head is Take That. I think that's probably one of the most successful re- yeah. reformations Crazy. of any band. Um, especially coming back. And, but that seemed to me because they had, un- it felt that they had unfinished business because they probably broke up too early. They broke up more or less because Robbie Williams left. Really? Of course, yeah, and also I think I I, and I also think that the, the record company wanted to push Gary Barlow as the new Elton John, the yeah, new George Michael, yeah, and they didn't need you know they wanted to push a solo artist, yeah, yeah. not a band. And they yeah. came back with with a different set of ideas. They were like, we're going to write these songs together as a four. Yeah. Yeah. We're all going to share a bit of vocals. We're going to make it sound modern and do mm-hmm. what we wanted probably to do back then without yeah without record company interference mm. so that's that is i think it's an exception but i agree but i enjoyed the magic whip and mm-hmm. it was going up and down my list I was like, <laughs> when i before i did a, like a, a list before i listened to the magic whip again i yeah. did a list of what i thought and it was right at the bottom and then i and then i thought is it am i just putting it right at the bottom because i haven't listened to it that much mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i listened to it again and then i listened to think tank almost the next day and i was like i think i prefer the magic whip uh you know so i was like oh like this so yeah so it's my well almost bang in the middle my number five yeah. mid-table so, mediocrity <laughs> magic whip so um your number five was um uh think tank think tanks my number five is the magic whip so we're on to your number four my number four is uh Released on 15th of March, 1999, is 13. Okay, so we can talk about 13. Um, so I've got it second from bottom at seven. Yes. Um, I can remember going and buying this. Do you know where I bought this CD? I was thinking of this when, when I was yeah. when before you came on. Yeah. I bought this from Blockbuster because Blockbuster wow. was doing top 10 CDs. And that's they basically were. They had a very limited stock. Yeah, they did. I remember. Yeah. 9.99. Mm. and i bought this and another one on the same day i can't remember what the other one was but um and there was quite a big blockbuster we had in derby i was at uni still at the time and yeah. i bought 30 i bought 13 i find this an incredibly difficult album to get into oh really um, okay. yeah yeah i i always have done um i like the singles mm. especially no distance left to run mm-hmm. which i think is yeah. a a brilliant track yeah, tender i liked but it goes on for too long coffee and tv i did like until radio one decided it was the only blur song, the song ever, ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
not not just not just Radio One, Absolute yeah. Radio, all Everyone. of those. Yeah, it's, it's the only and one you ever hear. Enough now, yeah, it's changed because it's the Universal is the one that. Yeah, it is. That's because of British Gas. And Girls and Boys. <laughs> Girls yeah. and Boys is another one played a lot. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a problem with that. But Coffee and TV, I was like, why do they always play Coffee and TV? Um, and um. I don't. You know, I haven't got much to say about it really. I don't dislike it. It's a couple that I quite like. I think it's caramel. I quite like. Um, but I just was it trim trap. Sometimes I find some of the songs on this. This is if I'd had the time. This was the one I was going to listen to next. Right. Yeah. I hadn't had a chance to listen to it. This was the one I was going to listen to next. But I'm fairly sure it wouldn't move. I, right. it, I find it difficult to get into. I find the songs a bit too long in places. Mm. Um, I hats off to them. They went completely away from the Brit, Brit pop sound um, in this one, um, which they obviously they were the part of the the main the main core of the Brit pop sound was Blur. Yep. Yep. Went experimental. Used the the producer of the time, William Orbit. William Orbit, producing. yeah. Ray of Lightning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I made an album in 1999. William Orbit probably would have popped up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't dislike it. I don't dislike any of the albums, but I find it so hard to get into. I really do. Mm. So, but you've got it at number four. I have got it at number four. Always liked it. I mean, um, I, uh, I've seen Blur twice uh, in concert. Uh, not since the, well, I, I saw them Christmas '95 on the Great Escape tour at Wembley Arena, and then I saw them at Reading. They headline Reading, uh, 1999, um, after 13 came out, and they they yeah. played loads off 13. I think they 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 opened with Tender. They did like the first like I think five or six songs off this album, wow. um, and. Yeah, yeah, it was tender, straight to Bugman, straight to Coffee and TV, uh, and I, I remember that like, like virtually the whole set was like they virtually did I think the whole of the album, and it was only kind of like at the end they did um, they did Girls and Boys, yeah. uh, they did uh, She's So High, and then Phil Daniels came out and did Park Life with them. It was great. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, and uh, you know, uh, and the crowd went back crazy because I think the crowd had been waiting. You know, I, I I just remember thinking at the time it was quite bold that, a, you know, a band's doing a headline set at Reading Festival weren't going to do the hits. You know, and yeah. I, 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 I respected yeah. them for that. I respected yeah. them for that. They wanted to do their own thing. That's cool. Um, but I, 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 I remember hearing Tender when it first came out on, um, on Radio 1. I, I, I think it might have been Summer Mayer had the first play of it, you know. And, I, and I, I thought it was wonderful, you know, the kind of mixture of like the lo-fi guitar and the gospel yeah. singing, amazing. Um, like you, I bought the album the day it came out or the week it came out. Uh, I think I've got mine in Tesco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I always find it funny how you can remember where you got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I know, right? I know, right? Like, uh, but it was around the time when you know, Tesco's had started doing the top 40 albums, like Blockbuster, and they were yeah. doing it cheaper yeah. than HMV and R price and all of that. Yeah. And they, they were doing it. Yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. 8 or 9 for the new CDs, you know. Um, and I loved it. I, I played it to death that summer. I thought it was. 
I like the fact that it was kind of it was weird and obtuse. Yeah. And I and I, I like the fact that um, it was moving even further away from park life and country house. It was like a completely different bands, completely yeah. different bands. And like see, no distance left to run. Again, one of the greatest blurs, one of their best singles, one of their greatest songs. It's unbelievable. And it's like stuck away to the second, you know, second to last track. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you know, uh, yeah. Tri- Trim Trab, Trim Trab's a really good song. Mellow song's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Coffin CV, I loved it, but it was one of those songs like it's in that draw with like Wonderwall and All Right by Supergrass. I appreciate them again now, but I will never purposely. Oh, do you know what I haven't listened to? Oh, do you know what I'm going to put on. I'm going to listen to Wonderwall. No one, do you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> If it comes on the radio, I'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. This is cool, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it, that song was I, I, so I got so fed up of it. Yeah. I, oh, I, I, the, a lot of it was... But it was being played the, on the, the, the radio, yeah. like, quite a few years after. Like, mid-noughties yeah. still. You're yeah. like, there are yeah. other Blur albums, other Blur songs, you know. Oh, it's okay. like... <laughs> you know, the video was great. You know, a lot of it, you know, I think it was to do, you know, the strength of the video... And it is a good, it is a good song. You know, I always liked it when, when, when I liked it on on the self-titled album and this album when Graham started doing lead vocals as well because I really like Graham's solo stuff. I, you know, yeah. he 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 was a big fan of like like nineties alternative like American bands like like Sonic Youth and Mud Honey and Pavement, who I really loved and I yeah. loved those influences that he brought in those kind of sort of scratchy kind of lo-fi guitar sounds that he was doing on this album. And more so on the the self-titled album. Um, I, I and I again I, I listened to it last week um, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this album. Cool. That's, yeah, cool. That's, that's, no, it's I'll, fair I'll, enough. It's fair enough. I really, don't really think any of the, any of oh, yeah. I, I think any, all the passes. I think all the Blur albums are cracking, and mm-hmm. uh, um, I think it's sometimes with Blur. It's a little bit what what type of blur sound you want to listen to that day. Exactly. Well. No, completely, completely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, unlike Oasis, they're not quite so consistent Lin- in their sound throughout. Yeah. So Oasis is very linear. Change, very linear. You know, it, it, so yeah. So um, yeah. So that was your number four. Now, yes. my number four um, is Modern Life is rubbish. Okay, well that's my number three. So should we talk about uh, that? Yes. So I got this one for Christmas. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. So, so um, on file, I've got it on CD. And you know how you said you went and bought Modern Life is Rubbish and Leisure. Yeah. I, I, I did the very similar thing with Modern Life is Rubbish. I think I had Part Life and The Great Escape. Yeah. And I went and I bought Modern Life is Rubbish to get that sort of had to have that that three. Mm. Um, I, I, I think I'd seen a documentary like a, like the Ozone or something oh. dedicated. Just to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the, the Ozone dedicated just to Blur, and I think it was Graham Coxon or Alex James, one of the two, uh, talking about how these they were talking about the Great Escape. It was just literally the week before the Great Escape came out. They were talking. I remember about that. How I remember that. Those three albums were like a trilogy of albums. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll have to get that at some point. So yeah, and I and I I listened to obviously I listened to this just 
because I'd got it for Christmas. So, um, um, and I forget how many good songs there are on this. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really, it's a for tomorrow and chemical worlds. Yeah. Are yeah. great. Two of my favorite blur tracks, both of them. Yes. Um, I don't think, I mean, chemical world's not on the best of blur and no. whereas I always understand, I, I quite like hits albums that tend to not be too sprawling and don't have every, don't need to have yeah. every single hit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a shame that Chemical World's not yeah. not squeezed on it, to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah. But um, but there's also Blue Jeans is a great song. Star yeah. Shaped is a great song. Yeah. Uh, Miss America, yeah. uh, Sun Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's this is the the first sort of sound. This is what blow. This is one of the the sounds that encapsulates Britpop and almost came out a year too early. So coming yep. out in 93, yep. it almost came out. Uh, it, Britpop hadn't really been pushed yet. No, um, it's it started to. I mean, Suede's debut came out in 93. Yes, yes of course. You know, yeah. uh, that was and, the first yeah. sort of start of the push of it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's your take on Modern Life is Rubbish? Um, yeah, it's... Like I said earlier, um, yeah, buying Park Life and going fully in on Park Life, and then going and buying the previous two albums, buying Leisure, buying Modern Life is rubbish. Yeah. And but I mean, um, also at the time of, of buying model, buying Leisure and Modern Life is rubbish, I also bought the VHS of their like um, tour documentary that came out around the time of Modern Life is rubbish. It's called Star Shapes. Yeah. And it's like following them round on that on their the festival tour they did in the summer of '93. Amazing, yeah. absolutely fantastic. And it's you know the thing I love about this album is like, like you, you you said about it with Fort Tomorrow and Chemical World that uh, the label initially refused to release the album because they didn't hear a single. So Damon went off and wrote Chemical World and For Tomorrow as the last two songs for the album. Oh right. Uh, yeah, they were the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote them. I think Christmas, like Christmas '92. Yeah. They went in and recorded them, and then the label, like, okay, right, yeah, we'll release it now. And yeah, they were like the two singles. It's crazy. I mean, three singles released off this album: "For Tomorrow," uh, "Chemical World," and "Sunday Sunday." Yeah. None of them got in the top twenty. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Blur, Blur couldn't get arrested in 1993. It's mad yeah. thinking that now. And it. Really and it's like, pop scene around this time as well. Uh, pop scene. Pop scene was a standalone single in '92. Right. Okay. Um. Uh, but you know, I mean, some of my you know f- favorite songs on this. I love Colin Zeal. Colin Zeal is amazing. Yes. Uh, Star shaped. Yeah, and bl- blue jeans. So oily water is one of my favorites. I love that. Yeah. Miss America. Um, coping. Coping is a wonderful song. And this is uh, one of the ones first albums as well that has. Which, which they did for those three life albums. Um, they feel like it feels like you got those sort of character songs, Colin yes, Zeal, Pressure yeah. on Julia, uh, Julian, yeah. Um, yeah. which sort of carry, Miss America, which sort of yeah. carries. They have like character songs for the next couple of albums yeah. afterwards. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I love the, the little intermissions as well between the songs. Yeah. You know, Even it's though the first on the CD it's annoying because it's not a separate track. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Would you yeah. be a separate track? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, um, but you know, it was it was a wonderful sign of of where they were going to go. Yeah. 
you know, it's it it's an incredible, incredible album. And just you know, just think when this came out, there was you know, it was ignores really, you know, uh, the album didn't crack the top twenty until I think a couple of years later when people rediscovered yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it's it 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 hasn't. It's got a timeless quality to it, you know that it hasn't dated and again i listen to it i listen to, i still listen to this album quite a lot yeah. you know and every time i do it just brings a smile to my face and it it's, good album. it's, it's good. one it's one you know damon knew what he was doing he knew what road blue were going to go down and it, it was a case of trust me i know what i'm doing and they had, and they had. Um, I think I don't know if he produced every song on this album, but Stephen Street sort of really was instrumental in that blur yes. sound. Massively, massively. That sort of blur sound. I um, he, I, he, sorry, go he, on. He produced, he produced um, a couple of songs on on Leisure. He produced There's No Other Way, I think, and Bang. Yeah. And then, and then by the time they got to Part Life, he was like exclusive producer. It was yeah, just yeah. him, you know. I always felt, and I don't know how true this is. Um, this is sort of me sort of just sort of it did these three life albums mm. i always felt this was a bit of sort of like a, a critique of not a critique but a view of the working class mm. part life the middle class and the great escape the upper, the class. upper class i've never thought I about that be, yeah. I, no no completely you're right. just me completely blue skyed it but i always feel that the subjects on each one feel feel like that that's what they're sort of mm. i might be wrong there but but no you're right that's it it's, it's a it's a cracker of an album and actually yeah. probably the closest you and i've got into numbers at that yeah point. it is so yeah. You and your number three. three so my number three you said your so your number three is modern life is rubbish my number yeah. three is blur Okay, well, that's my number two. So, should we talk about number Blur? Number two. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, my number two, yeah, three is Blur. Now, this kept going up and down, up and down. Because at yeah. one point, I was like, I think I'm going to have this quite low. And then I I didn't I didn't have time to listen to the whole album. But um, mm-hmm. one evening, I thought, you know what? I know this album well enough because I did listen to it a lot. Because this is mm-hmm. one of those albums. I was at uni. I had a lot of spare time on my hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> came out when i was in my first year of uni i got it on the day me and a friend her and i went down into derby she was a massive blur fan we bought uh, both of us were playing i, I was playing it in one room she was playing yeah. it in the other room. <laughs> she, her room was above mine and yeah. um so i have i have listened to this a lot but i haven't listened to it for a while mm-hmm. so i had a I didn't listen to the whole album. I had a little flick through the tracks. Strangely enough, I know Beetle Bum and Song 2 quite well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Song yeah, 2 yeah. especially. Um, and I was thinking, I've got, it too, I've got it too low. I've got it too low. Um, it's one of those that's got a, a blur. Some of Blur's 90s albums have this a little bit, where there is a couple of tracks which does it need it? Do we need theme from retro? <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Essex dogs, Essex dogs need to be so long, which mm. I don't like. I don't like Essex dogs. It's like my least favourite okay. song on this album. Um, okay. But I love Country Sad Ballad Man. Yes. I love yes. Death of a Party. Mm. 
Mm. I love death of a party. I used it's to always brilliant. put it on compilations. I think yeah. you know, I always if I did a compilation or I did the compilation of songs that were singles, Death of a Party was always one of the first ones yeah. to put on because I, yeah. I I love it's one of my favourite verses, Death of a Party. Mm. Okay. And then I was like, then I was like, I'm just a killer for your love. That's a good one as well. And look mm-hmm. inside America is good mm-hmm. well. So, and on is probably the most blurry, one of the most blurry sounding songs on this. Yes. This album. And actually, when you listen to it now, apart from not having any orchestra, horns, being a little bit more rawer, it yeah. still sounds very blur. It does. It, it does. It's still now, blur. Yeah. It, you know, it's not because like, I can remember it coming out at the time. And, oh, this is a departure. And you, yeah. you may, I think I did think it at the time, but when you listen to it, you think, well, actually, yes, it is a bit of a change. But all they've done is really. Stephen Street's still producing. Yeah. All they've done really is they've just made it a little bit more rawer. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the production's a little bit more not so glossy. Yeah. But yeah. some most of the songs still sound like Blur. I think blur. 13's a, a bigger jump. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd agree with that. And I said, well, you would ask, argue this is like a stepping stone to that. But mm. you know this, and I know this was like a they'd sort of had a little bit of fallout from the great escape, which mm-hmm. often bands did happen yeah. when bands get yeah. too popular. Every sort yeah. of suddenly goes against them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is we'll discuss later. Mm. Um, but, but I, I do love this album and I, I, I had it really loud. I was like, this is, and I, and I was like, I think this is marginally better than modern life is rubbish. And so that's mm. why it's mm. a number three for me. So you're number two. Uh, yeah, that well, my, my number two. Num- I thought this was going to be number one. I was. Ah. I'm used to- <laughs> I was surprised. Well, see, but my, my number one and number two, it it was like this all yeah. the time. You know, if you, if we'd done this, if we'd done this podcast next week, yeah, it would have probably changed again. But um, again, you know, you talk about. I, I remember hearing all the rumblings at the time, like because um, it, it was you know this came out in you know birth of the internet kind of time yeah. and i you know i i was still it was still very much at the time if you wanted to read up news about your favorite bands you bought magazines you bought nme you bought melody maker you bought kerrang you bought q yeah you know whatever depending on what type of music you're into you know and i was i was always a melody maker reader and i was you know there was all these rumblings at the time that you know, there was it was going to be this big departure. It was going to be like you know heavier, nastier. Um, Graham's Graham had taken control. Um, it wrestled the control away from Damon. It wasn't going to be all cheeky chappy kind of Chaz and Davy. You know, London music. They, you know, they were going to be doing this kind of um, you know pavementy, song youthy, noisy, experimental kind of stuff. And I was like, brilliant. I'm in. I'm in. You know, because I. I wasn't a fan of Great Escape. You know, initially I was. Um, again, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but and then, you know, f- first heard Beetlebum and I was like, okay, this is this is great. Okay, I like it. I like it. And then, but it was all the first time I heard Song 2. I know it's an, I know it's it's one of those songs in the drawer. Yeah. My, my drawer with Wonderwall and All Right <laughs> and, you know, it's only a couple people. of minutes. It's only a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right, come on, yeah. And like you know, w- when it kicked in, I remember listening to it on a 
a listening post in our pri- in our price in Huntingdon. All oh, right, so so you you haven't because yeah. the first time I think I heard song two was either mm. they'd been playing songs off the album on radio, but I think actually it was when I bought the album. Yeah, the yeah, album yeah, 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 yeah. The only album had been released. Yes, it has so far. Yeah. Um, and then it was the second and last number one single, Beetle Bump. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. Um, and uh, song two was probably the first time I heard it, and I I, I can't remember thinking, oh yeah, this is going to be an anthem. But yeah. I sometimes think with Blur, yeah. um, sometimes they, I, for me, they're not always instant Blur. I can't always think, I don't always think with Blur, that should be the next single, or mm. I'm going to love that in in a week or two's time. Yeah. I, sometimes yeah. I need another listen with Blur. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, um, but I mean, you, to you me. Say you heard, you're listening to it in our price. Yeah, on our, pri- on our price, and it was you know the second song two kicked in i was like oh my god this this is huge i remember thinking this should have been the first single mm. i was like why wasn't this the first single and then i i found out pretty quickly it was going to be the, the second single uh and i, I love the symmetry of like song two was the second song they wrote for the album it was track two it was two minutes long and it got to number two and it got to number two in the charts. I love that symmetry. It's wonderful. Yeah. They always, uh, song two, whenever they do a best of, song two always has to be track two. They did it on the best. Of. Yeah, they did, yeah. But they didn't on their um, midlife. Uh, midlife, yeah. I had an, I was, so I haven't got that, but I was looking at yeah. the track list. Yeah. It's like midway through the second Yeah, season. yeah, weird, weird. Track two. Yeah, it's one of the track two. It's track two. <laughs> Um, and uh, I was fully in, but and it's you know uh, on your own, wonderful. Uh, even M.O.R. Even, um, you know, wonderful kind of Bowie inspired tune. Brilliant video for M.O.R. as well. Really good song. Um, and and again, um, Death of a Party. You said about that, unbelievable. Countryside Ballad Man, beautiful song. I always like Chinese Bombs because just that short, spiky, punky yeah. song. Brilliant. Uh, Look Inside America, beautiful. Um, Moving On, I always liked as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Essex Dogs, it's a bit too long, but I think there's so much killer on this album. Yeah. There's, a, there's a little bit of fluff. Yeah. Um, I always liked well, your song. It's a so, long album, really. It is a long album. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, You're So Great, I always liked as well. That's like a Graham, yeah. Graham song. It's really good. I don't like the production on You're So Great. That's my only uh, issue with it. It's up to the uh, scratch. I was kind of, I was kind of like that because for me that was it was this album is the reaction to the Great Escape and that's what I love about it you know yeah. as you know I appreciate good production as much as the next person you yeah. know um, but I love you know I I do generally think there is a place for for kind of horrible scratchy recording yeah. you know it works in some things. You know, and you could tell, you know, the bands that they were listening to at the time, you know, be it Pavement, um, Sonic Youth, you know, um, Bowie, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And it, and it was great because I mean, as a result of, of this album and, and Graham and stuff going on about Pavement in interviews, Pavement became a big band in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, had their, they had their first top 40 hit. Uh, the yeah. year this came out, and yeah, you know, it, was, it, was, you know, it was wonderful. And it was, you know, Every, everything's very minimal on this album as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the yeah, booklet, the it's like yeah, it's nothing. nothing. It's nothing, nothing, you know. Whereas booklets, the Great Escapes yeah. booklet, it's like a lavish packaging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. That's what that's what I mean hard. about the whole kind of reaction to. 
you know, and they the do also did, of, even though this came out the same year as Be Here Now, they did, they were very wise to avoid. They released it early on in the year. Yeah, it was like February, the, February time, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Early on in the year, it was. I think we all knew there was going to be an Oasis album at some point in '97. They completely avoided any of that again, yeah. so there wasn't all that palaver going on again. Because that could easily, they could easily have gone. Well, we'll hold this out. We'll hold this out yeah. again, yeah. and we'll do a round yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Would have obviously been big. Yeah, big, well, uh, I mean, I mean, I think even even back then, Blur knew that Oasis had won the war. Yeah, they had. You know. So, um, but no. It's, it is a great album. Number three for me. Yeah, number two for me. Two for you. So my number two, you've already had, and you're probably now are quite yeah. surprised. To, I am. Uh, oh, yeah, I am. This is me as well. Yeah. Um, I've got The Great Escape at number two. The mm-hmm. album that I was really disappointed with when I first yeah. heard it, but yeah. in years yeah. I have learned mm. to reevaluate this album. Now, you had it at... Uh, number seven. Number seven. So you had it as yeah. your second worst Blur yeah. album. Yeah. Now, yeah. Country House aside, yeah. um, the Universal is an absolute brilliant song, and oh, I it, yeah. it, it is, it is it's my the, it's the, favorite Blur song. Yeah, it same here. It's the, it, it is the best Blur song. It is. Just, uh, it just is. <laughs> it should have been the first single. That yeah. would have been. Yeah. A, a worthy number one best days i love um he thought of cars i think is a great song entertain me yeah, i always used to have a soft, soft spot for yuko and hero even though it's an odd song yeah, but i always yeah. used to have a soft spot for that this was um so when this came out at the time i that, if i if anybody said to me are you a blur or an oasis fan yeah. person i'd say i was a blur person I love Part of Life. I prefer Path Life to definitely maybe. Slight spoiler. <laughs> and I still do. And okay. when this, obviously this came out before, um, before, what's the story? Morning. Morning Glory? About three or three weeks, maybe? Yeah, about three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like middle of September. Morning Glory was start of October, I think. In fact, I think it came out on my birthday. It's uh, funny enough. So I think I I've went got the down re- and bought I've got the release date here, 11th of September, mate. Ah, so a week before my birthday. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So I remember buying it for my birthday, buddy, on my birthday. I went down, yeah. got it, because I didn't get it for my birthday. So I was like, what? What? <laughs> how, how dare you? <laughs> how dare my parents? So yeah. I went down and got it with my birthday, buddy. Yeah. So um, that's probably why. I'm probably thinking, oh, I'll get this for my birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so it's a, a, a real lavish package the, the booklet yeah. it's one of those booklets that struggles to get into yeah, the get in. it's so thick yeah this, this cd of mine is in such good condition <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, <laughs> but the book is perfect wow <laughs> have you kept have you kept it in such good nick for 26 years mate it's such good condition you would have not even thought i've hardly played it but I, yeah, I yeah. It. yeah and i was disappointed with it I must admit, when I first got it, I was disappointed. I was, with it. And, and, then, and then Morning Glory came out a few weeks yeah. later, and that, and I was, changed. that was it. Gone. I'll see you later. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I always was more Oasis than Blur. But why it's second is it's got such a nostalgic quality for me. I think there is, it's a really underrated album. I think it's got a load of good stuff on it. It's that last sort of, it's what a lot of bands do when they get really popular, they go over the top. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> go for yeah. 
And this one is the only Blur album of Blur in excess. They really dial the Blur sound. They really dial up the horns, the orchestra. Mm. It's a long old album, 15 yeah. tracks. Yeah. Uh, the lavish packaging and cover. Um, it's almost like, yeah, we're the big band. The, the, the record company got is the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the reviews at the time of this. I know. Like, it was across the board. Across, across the board, five stars, 10 out of 10, everything. Yeah. yeah. Think, I've seen retrospective reviews, and I don't think, obviously, they're as quite as gushing as five stars, but it still, they st- it still gets fairly good reviews. It's yeah. not like it doesn't – maybe hasn't, doesn't, hasn't dipped like D- B here now did in terms yeah. of critical mm. consensus of it. Um, so, yeah, I still like The Great Escape. I thought this would be lower, but I had a little mm. flip trouble. I was like, yeah. I, I'm I like genuinely it. surprised at how high this is in your chart, no, mate. Number two for me. So yes, obviously you've got it at number seven. I have. Um, yeah. You know, obviously we were all caught up in the battle of Britpop, you know, when roll with it and country house both came out, both, both of them, um you know far away by far and away some of their worst songs you know i you know i I was even at the time i wasn't a massive fan of either song but i bought them both you know as everyone did i didn't buy either single which is really Really? unusual i i did get rolled with it eventually to to complete the collection of the oasis singles but at the time did not get either single um because um i knew i'd get the albums yeah yeah, but I, I always bought, I always bought, I didn't buy Blur singles as a rule, but I bought Country House because of that. But I always bought Oasis singles because the B-sides were always better. And and again, the B-sides roll with it, um, just to go on a Oasis tangent, it was like, you know, rocking chair and it's better people. Amazing. Yeah, um, uh, great songs, yeah. Uh, but yeah, come back to The Great Escape, but, you know, I, obviously I bought the album that it came out. Uh, I, I just started uh, college uh, in Huntingdon doing uh, photography. Uh, but yeah, I, I was, I'd heard, I remember, I think the week before the evening session played a few tracks off the album. It had played, uh, it could be you, which is a great song. Uh, and they played, I think they played universal and I was like, okay, that's, yeah, universal is amazing. Yeah. Uh, stereotypes is a, is a great song. Big riff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Charmless man's very good. Yeah. V- uh, over, massively overplayed at the time. It's that was yeah. everywhere. It's, very, it's a very blur. Yeah. Pop, very popular. I, 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 I personally think you said about the universal should have been the first song. I think charmless man should have been the first single of that album. Yeah. No, that's a good shout. You know, rather than album. the, you know, um, but it was, I don't know. I think like you said, you know, I didn't really have much of a chance to kind of let that album bed in because within a month, Morning Glory had come out yeah, and Great, yeah, Great yeah. Escape just wasn't played again. It just wasn't yeah. completely forgotten about. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know, because um, like we said before, you know, buying CDs back then, unless it was with, you know, birthday money or whatever's where you could buy a few, a CD was almost like an investment and you yeah. listen to it. And you, and you let it bed in. You listen to it yeah, for like yeah, two, yeah. three, four months. Um, and poor old Great Escape, it just didn't have a chance with me. There are some good songs on it, but I think it's, I, I, I don't, I think it's because I, I, my, dis, my my dislike of, of Country House is so big. Yeah. It's so <laughs> big that yeah. it massively affected 
that album for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the album, bless it. I'm not saying it's bad, but it just didn't have a chance with me. Uh, and I, you know, uh, whilst there are some good moments, I think it's too overblown. Yeah. It's too much. Throw the yeah. kitchen sink at it. Yeah. You know, and but as a result, you know, the way I see it is, if if we didn't have the Great Escape, we wouldn't have got the self-titled Blur album, which. No. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're which right. for me yeah, yeah. is my second favorite Blair album. So yeah. you know, it's that it's that reaction to the action. Yeah. And you know, so it, it, it every you know it, ha, it, ha, it has its place for me because of what happened after. Yeah. I mean, I think Blur would have always changed their sound, but I think if the Great Escape had been the the big album, it wouldn't have been as drastic. It wouldn't have been. I, I, I think you might have found the next one would have been. A, a bit similar again and maybe yeah. the one after them would have changed the sound if yeah, you see what I mean right. so yeah I think you're right. um so that's the great escape so let's get on to number one and I think we've both got the same we have yay <laughs> here it is yeah. part life's number one this yeah. is an, a phenomenal album this album is this it's is pretty, one yeah. of my favorite album of all time it's in my top five favorite albums of all time so mm. I absolutely mm. love it and even though it, it's good, it's one of those albums where the, the singles, all four singles are great. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And the album tracks are great too. Yeah. Apart from a couple of the Debt Collector, Far Out, Lot 105, they're a little, yeah, they're a little bit of as you say, fluff aside. Yeah. But apart yeah. from, it is. There's not. Great. I know. I know. You go. Look that, at it. Like, it look at that. No, look. Look at that opening four songs. Yeah, name, yeah. name those opening four songs. It's incredible. Girls and Boys, Tracy Jacks, could have been a single. Yeah. Um, end of Century, Part Life. Yeah. And, I, and then you got Bad Holiday, Bad, bad Head. I love Bad, bad head. head. Yeah, Bad, bad Head, Jubilee. Bad yeah. Head, Jubilee, and This Is A Low. Yeah, This Is A Low. I would, That's... Put, on, I would put on compilations. Yeah. Uh, yep. I mean, this, why yep. This Is A Low wasn't a, the fifth single. I know, it should have been. Yeah. They, they could have, they might as well have. Oh, he's, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is a low. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the album track on the best of Blur. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So um, it is an absolute, there's not much you can say about this album really, because it's, as I say, I didn't get it straight away. I got yeah. it, um, I, I listened, somebody at school had it, and I borrowed a tape off someone and listened yeah. to it. And, um, and then I didn't get it till that Christmas. So it'd been out a while. Yeah. Uh, and I think when I listened to it on tape, I liked it, but didn't love it. Mm. But once again, with uh, I, it does take a couple of listens. But then when I got it that Christmas, and I think I'd heard the singles loads by then, because I think maybe all four singles had been released by yes, then. Yes, they had. Yeah, certainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly three of them had. Maybe, no, I no, think they, maybe they, they all, all came out in 94, yeah. Yeah, all came out in 94. Um, so end of a century was played on the radio loads at one point. Yeah, yeah. Even though it, it wasn't it wasn't that big a hit, but it was on the radio no, a lot. And, yeah. and part life obviously was. And when I got it at Christmas, I was like, I love this. And I was like, I was like, that's what made. T- I was like, this is. I was the Blur fan. Mm-hmm. I was. That's what turned me into the Blur fan. And um, I was like, over Oasis and Blur. Blur was because I found the Blur more like. I felt Blur sounded more like the Beatles than Oasis did at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think you only had Definitely Maybe at the time. Um, mm. And I didn't have Definitely Maybe. 
just want to go into this in a bit, but uh, yes, what's your thoughts about part life? Oh, uh, um, again, it was kind of the right album at the right time for me. Oh, I was 16 when it came out. I remember hearing Girls and Boys and it being a revelation. Um, you know, take you know, um, takes being passed around at school. Um, I remember part yeah, part life coming out in in the summer holidays that year and it being everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it was, I think it was the first time when I, I that I I truly kind of like I don't know. It was it was almost like I mean like part life and definitely maybe kind of came out within like in the same summer like I think part life was the start of the summer blur sorry uh, definitely maybe was the end of the summer and it was the first kind of bands I'd got into really since kind of like like properly going full in on music do you yeah. know what I mean um, there were bands before then yeah. but it was would call it kind of like you know British bands that. That kind of soundtracked my my year. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Those songs, those songs were so omnipresent and they were so strong. I remember getting the album um, on CD, uh, and it was just it was just an incredible, incredible journey. You know, uh, like Girls and Boys through you know, Tracy Jacks, just incredible. Park Life, yes, it's overplayed, but I. I don't mind it. I'll I'll yeah, quite I'll sit still, and listen to the song. Yeah, part. It's, wonderful. Part it's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's um, wonderful. All the way, you know, this is a low. Just incredible. Um, yeah, bad heads. I remember. I even, I even remember bad head being on the radio a lot yeah, at the time. Yeah. Um, and it was very on the radio much, last week. On the radio oh really? Last week. It was on nice. Radio X last week. Oh really? Yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. nice, nice. And I, I just, I just remember. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was that kind of it was that kind of start of like Cool Britannia kind of thing. I just remember like um, like new kind of young DJ starting on Radio One at the time, like Chris Evans, like the yeah. Evening Session, and yeah. it was all of a sudden we're going to be start playing this kind of current music. We're not going to yeah. play old stuff anymore. Uh, uh, and it was it was very much kind of was speaking to me as a sixteen year old. It was something that I really. I don't know. I, the music just it spoke to me. I really identified with the lyrics and the characters they were talking about. And it's a proper album as well. It's a oh, proper yeah, album, it's, like it's all the songs. A beginning, a middle, a and the, an end. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the songs merge into each other, mm-hmm. yeah. or there's only a slight gap between them. And I, yeah. I even now I love all that. that, that yeah, that's like that's yeah. like the Beatles at their peak, where all the yeah. songs flow into each yeah. other like a proper symphony. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, cause, because and not so many artists do it these days because people only stream individual yep. songs. Yeah, that's the problem. They do, some yeah. do do it, some do do it, yeah, but yeah. um, but you know, a lot of the songs roll into one. And probably out of any Blur album, this is the one that it does it the most. Yes, and it does it the um, best. And it has that real sort. Of, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, and you know, you don't have it's not front. I mean, even though three of the four singles are first four tracks it doesn't feel too front loaded it's, it's, it's certainly not yeah it's so um it is yeah. it is easily by blur album by quite a quite a mile uh, and what? i know you said you i know yeah. because i thought this would be a number two i really did think this would be a number two i'm glad yeah. we both went for them because easy yeah. to talk about but yeah. um this is this is in my top 10 albums of all time mm. um 
this is quite easily and um probably my third or fourth top best best album of all time this wow. is still okay. still i absolutely love it and there we go that is the blur so the blur ranking so very quickly gareth um let's go through your ranking again from eight to one uh okay um blur ranking we had uh, the magic whip the great escape leisure think tank 13 modern life is rubbish uh the self-titled album from 97 and then uh my favorite blur album was park life right so for me it's leisure 13 think tank the magic whip modern life is rubbish blur the great escape and part life and what's funny and i think this really shows how different blur albums are how mm. different our eight is but we ended up with the same with the same one yeah 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 <laughs> that's brilliant i know we had towards the end we did have a few similarities yeah. but you know with me for great escape at two and you at seven you know yeah, magic, yeah. Right, a bit higher for me yeah, it yeah. shows how blur are one of those bands that completely it, it's not like certain bands you everyone's like that's their best yeah that's their best couple of albums yeah. there's no yeah. debate <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're so consistently good but a lot of them are so different that mm. it all depends on what your musical taste is at the time what or even of the day what you prefer yeah. what you listen to that the other day over that one you may not listen to that for a while like i haven't with leisure really so that's probably why it's at the bottom at the moment it might mm. change at 13 i might be going yeah gareth was right i should have had that much higher mm. you know it's I think it depends with Blur. So, anyway, that's our Blur um, countdown. So, we're now going to move on to Oasis. And to interrupt myself, we'll be doing Oasis in a fortnight's time. And it's me, Chris Rice, and Gaz Jones going through the Oasis rankings um, then. So, thank you very much for listening once again. Um, and we'll see you in a two weeks' time. Bye bye.